Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bubby Brister and Friends Fantasy Football Podcast presented by Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Billy and Nick are here. Bubby is on vacation this week. He's enjoying Labor Day with his family, so hopefully he'll be back to recap week one with us. Nick, we're going to dive right into it and recap our fantasy draft. We're going to grade the other teams. We explained our picks on our last episode, so now we're going to try and explain everyone else's picks while they're not here to defend themselves. That's fair. You know, um, we're going to give nice, tight um, opinions. You know, opinions. Everybody's got them. And these are just our opinions on it, on how we feel our uh, other castmates does. And uh, hopefully you guys can use this for your drafts this weekend coming up because football season's like six days away. So let's get after it. All right, we're going to start with the Tampa Bay Punishers. They've won a couple championships in this league. They drafted third overall. They started out with Austin Eckler. Then they took C.D. Lamb. Went back to the running back pool in the third round with Travis Etienne. Justin Herbert in the fourth round. Fifth round, Tyler Lockett. Sixth round and seventh round, a couple of Jaguars with Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram. Brandon Cooks in the eighth round and the recently placed on injured reserve Jeff Wilson in the ninth round. How do you feel about Eckler at number three? Eckler at three, I'm good with that. I think Eckler is good points. The problem this year is that last year Herbert uh, Keenan Allen was kind of dinged up, and Mike Williams, he's boomer bust type of guy. Um, now adding they have that rookie this year, and then the other two guys are back. Austin Eckler's hit, and then they have a new offensive coordinator who's going to focus on stretching the field like that he did in Dallas. So Eckler's catches might go down, but the running lanes will still be there for them. I think the pick for me that kind of like I'm circling like yeesh is the Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram. That's tough because you're, you're getting – a third wide receiver and then Evan Ingram, which, geez, I, I I can't say enough bad things about that man. So I, I'm not feeling that. But Brandon Cooks is a solid <laughs> pickup because he he's he is he is sold in on the Dallas Cowboy offense, getting CD and Brandon Cooks. So he, that's that's an interesting uh, oh, perspective yeah. there. I love C.D. Lamb. Uh, the Herbert Eckler stack could be huge for him. Who knows how many balls Eckler's going to catch? It's going to be a lot, though. Tyler Lockett, at the end of the year, his numbers are always there among like the top 20 receivers, but he his point swings are so ridiculous where he'll get like five points a game three weeks in a row, and then, boom, he'll hit you with like a 30-point game. He's all over the place. He'll win a game for you, but he'll also disappear for – weeks on end absolutely and it because he'll have them games will have three catches for one he had a game last year three catches for 140 and two tutties so you're like come on now but they don't have another game dk takes off and he just lost and i i don't know how old tyler lockett is but i'm kind of scared but like he might be coming to this train might be coming to the end for him but overall you know um it's a pretty decent draft i liked later on he did get damian harris and jacoby myers um, just as some insurance policies, and he has Tyler Higby as an insurance policy for Evan Ingram. Yeah. So that's that's well, I, I like that. I'm circling the that. The tight like, end that's... he took. 
Yeah, that's a damn good point. The tight end he took six rounds later from his starting tight end might be the better tight end here. So what's your grade on the mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Punishers? I'm going to give it an A. You know, Justin Herbert, um, like you said, the Herbert, Austin Eckler connection might be pretty solid. CeeDee Lamb's good for seven touchdowns this year. Um, I think Christian Kirk's good for another four. Uh, Brandon Cook's probably another four as well. Everywhere he goes, he succeeds. His man's been traded more than anybody in the league history. So, yeah. Um, next team, we're going to Stealing in the Winds. Yeah. Yep, Stealing the Winds. Christian McCaffrey in the first round. Matthew Berry's ride or die for this season. Amon Ross St. Brown in the second round. He's a Steelers fan, obviously. You can tell by the name. He got Najee Harris in the third round. Chris Godwin out of Penn State. You know these Pennsylvania guys love their Penn State boys. Darren, Darren Waller, fifth round. That's that's a steal. He might be the top tight end this season. Khalil Herbert, who I had my eyes on. Uh, he He's due for a breakout year. Aaron Rodgers, he's always steady whether you like him or not. Seventh round here. Zamaj P. Ryan, he's going to get some carries in Denver. Anybody? You you wanted Chris Godwin, right? Yeah, I was eyeing um, Godwin because Godwin's going to take over the number one spot in Tampa. Um, you kind of feel it coming. He's 27. Um, he's he's 27 now. So uh, Mike Evans is 30. So he's going to be uh, aimed, I think, in the short route. Uh, way that um, the Baker Mayfield be throwing, I think that kind of works for him. Najee Harris pick is kind of a eesh pick for me because I, I feel he'll be all right. But Najee is getting beat up. He's being ran into the ground. So I'm going Darren Waller, top tight end this year. You absolutely could that that could be absolutely true with the targets he'll be gaining. Aaron Rodgers, the seventh round is practically a steal because if he is boom he's mvp rogers this season you got a top flight quarterback is gonna give you 40 35 to 40 touchdowns um elijah mitchell in round 11 is he still in the league apparently is um he he'll probably get uh touches because people in the oh, Niners so he's got up a lot go ahead yeah so he has mccaffrey he was smart here and he took mccaffrey's handcuff yeah, late, late, Elijah Mitchell, because they all get banged up. And then Matthew Stafford as an emergency quarterback all the way down the bottom. Um, so that's that's interesting as well. So, you know, pretty solid. I'll, I'll give this a, you know, look at the Patriots defense as well. Um, K.J. Osborne, Minnesota wide receiver. He's the third, slot wide receiver, so he's going to get some good targets as well. Um, I think this draft, um, good A. Um, it's a solid A. You know, I like the the Brown pick, the Godwin pick, the Waller pick. You know what I mean? If you can hit on a good tight end, yeah. you're going to win some games. Yeah, he's got some good running backs here with McCaffrey, Harris, and Herbert. Uh, Harris, even though he's been underwhelming to me in reality and in fantasy, but he gets straight-up volume. Like, they just give him the ball whether he does anything with it or not. So we're going to move on to Sweetness 34. This is Heater's team. He went rookie Bijan Robinson, number five overall. Justin Fields, who he sniped for me in the second round. Mr. Reliable Aaron Jones, running back from Green Bay in the third round. He also sniped me in the fourth round with Mike Williams, big target with the Chargers. 
often injured, though. George Kittle, fifth round, San Francisco tight end. A lot of mouths to feed in San Francisco. Juju Smith-Schuster with the Patriots this season. Uh, not sure they're going to be able to throw the ball at all. Hollywood Brown in the seventh round. Ezekiel Elliott, the Patriots' new running back. They will be running the ball this year. I, I, I could see him having a bounce back. He also took Brock Purdy in the 11th round to back up fields. Yeah, how do you feel about Heater's draft this year? Hmm. Um, I'm looking at a draft here. Um, I'm just not a big believer in um, Robinson. People are comparing him to, like, the next. He's LT, touchdown Jesus. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just not sold on it yet. Um, but Justin Fields, he don't win games. But he begin to points though, so you know that's it can't be mad at it. It's the game's fans football. He's gonna get some points. Um, Aaron Jones, I'm not sure how he's gonna do this year because I be with the new offense. Um, I feel like the quad fathers, uh, called uh, Dylan, is going to uh, maybe overtake him. Uh, Mike Williams is great. Uh, Juju Schuster, yeah. his ceiling is very low for me. I just feel like the Patriots offense. He's got to play in the, the slot. Yeah, it, it, you know, uh, Marquise Brown, you know, at first I saw that and I was like, this is terrible. And then I was like, you know what? This might be okay because he might actually catch 90 passes this year straight up because he's the only one next to like. Uh, yeah, he's got no competition. He has no competition for that spot and he's a shifty wide receiver. So a lot of under routes, a couple of deep routes. Zeke Elliott is kind of a. You know, just just for the memories draft, we're drafting for the memories. Um, Jordan Addison is solid. He'll be either the slot or the third, second wide receiver. That team rookie caught a hundred balls last season in college. Uh, Nico Collins sleeper pick. You know, I like that. That's a nice sleeper pick yeah. right there because he could uh, he could do something. Mm-hmm. Fields is a huge breakout candidate for me this year. I, I said on our last episode I wanted him. Mike Williams, there's reports of him working out of the slot, which I so, want to see that because so that wait a minute. would be ridiculous. So, so let me ask like you a question. Is, is Fields, <laughs> let me ask you, is Fields a breakout candidate to win games or just for fantasy? Because for fantasy, he's just he's already there. 100% for fantasy. Well, last year was like a taste, like – you got a little taste of it last year because he was he was dinged up. The Bears had the worst coach in the league. Uh, they didn't have DJ Moore, who they have this year. Cole Komet is another year more improved, you know, entering his prime. Darnell Mooney should be better. He he was a victim of um, hmm. the just the terrible offense that they were trying to run last year. Yeah, I could see that a reality jump for him and. 100% a fantasy jump for him. I uh-huh. just remember I thought about taking him number one, but I, I didn't want to face a ridicule <laughs> that would have come <laughs> with it. All right, I respect that. All right, so okay. what's your grade for uh, Heater's team? Um, Heater's team, I'm giving it an A. You know, like I said, um, Robinson, you know, at least vesting in the hype. I hear you. Um, you have to do what you got to do, I guess. Uh, Justin Fields, like you said, great pick. Mike Williams, um, George Kittles. I just don't like his value. We brought Purdy, but so he drafted Brock Purdy too, so why not? But Nico Collins, Marquise Brown, um, to me, kind of saves his draft. He has some good pieces. Um, Elijah Moore, a little sleeper, um, second guy to catch in, in Cleveland. So, yeah, 
The next team is uh, Shaw, Smash Hawk, Kendrick. Yep. So he got the first steal of the draft in Jamar Chase. When Heater took Bijan Robinson, Jamar Chase fell all the way to six. I would have personally taken him at number two after Jefferson. Um, he also got Josh Jacobs at number 21, who was, I believe, the number one overall fantasy running back last year in terms of scoring correct. with the Raiders. The Raiders have nothing. All they can do is just give the ball to Jacobs That's and throw correct. the ball to Adams. There's like a two-man <laughs> it's like a two-man duo squad. Debo Samuel's interesting in the third round. Uh, he got banged up last year. He, he, he's a horse. Rashad White, I had my eye on him. I'm sure you did too. TJ Hawkinson just got a monster contract yes, from the Vikings, did. so yes, you know they're going to try and feed him the ball this season. I love Terry McLaurin. He's one of my favorite players to watch in the NFL currently. He got him in the sixth round. He is banged up, though, with a reported turf toe. Dak Prescott is his quarterback in the seventh round. That's good value for him there. Uh, people seem to either love or hate him. I'm a fan. I loved him on hard knocks last season. He seemed extremely likable. Jamal Williams in the eighth round. This is big because Kamara is out suspended for the first three weeks. He also took Michael Thomas in the ninth round, hoping for a bounce back from him. I don't know if we'll see that or not. I've kind of given up hope. He's been irrelevant for three years now, but he was one of the best in the business prior to his injury woes. Geno Smith as his backup quarterback. That's huge. He was a top five quarterback last season in fantasy. Yeah. You, you know, um, the Jamar Chase, that's funny. You like Jamar Chase. I would take him back. I would add the second pick. I had second pick and I didn't take him. Um, Joe Burrow's back though, which is interesting. So there's good value there. You had to take him. You know what I mean? We'll see how it goes. Um, I think, I think the hype's getting to him though. Because they're predicting him to be the offensive, offensive player of the year. And you understand his rookie season, he had like 1,700 yards. Am I right? Like 1,700 yards, something ridiculous. 15 or something. He had a lot of yards his rookie yeah. season. So I just I don't know about all that. Um, I don't think he replicates that because people are going to keen on him. Josh Jacobs, he got that one-year contract. He's playing for his next one. All right. Debo Samuel, I think his value when Brock Purdy arrived, arrived dropped a little bit. So I don't know how I feel about that, but this is where his draft turns around in my eyes. Like I said, Rashad White, he's he is the number one in Tampa. He catches on the backfield. He has nice cuts. He's gonna be very solid point wise. TJ Hawkinson in Minnesota, he's the second option out there. Um, Scary Terry, once he gets back um, with the new offense of the Panthers, they're gonna make something work. Deck Prescott. Um, I don't care if he's a nice guy or not. My man throws picks. However, my man throws for 300 yards a game, too. So that's pretty solid. Jamal Williams, eh, I don't know. His value last year is being a vulture. Eh, I don't know if the vulture is going to happen right now. Michael Thomas, I wouldn't have done it. Um, Michael Gallup's interesting as a person to have. DJ Shark, we're going to circle that one because DJ Shark is the second option in Carolina. He got second option in Carolina in round 12. You know what I mean? They're going to throw the ball. You know what I mean? Uh, their quarter, their coach is a quarterback, you know, Frank Wright. You know what I mean? Even if it's a rookie quarterback, they're going to throw the ball. He, he's going to get quite a bit of passes this year because they're going to be playing from behind their defense. Yeah, they can't great. be worse. Right. They're going to be behind. So there's going to be a lot of op opportunities for this. That's where, kind of a strategy. If a team is too good, they're not going to be a lot of passes because they're going to be winning games, so they're going to run the ball. But if they're losing, 
well, you, now you got to throw the ball, and that's where you get all the opportunities. So I'm circling that, and Geno Smith is a nice backup. You know, a uh, nice backup for um, Dak. If Dak has a bad, um, what is it called, bad matchup, you can throw Geno in, and Geno's safer. Geno only threw like seven or eight picks last year. So, I mean, he, he was very safe, and he threw for quite a bit of yards last year. Yeah, he had a very strong middle of the draft. Yeah, very much so. But, yeah, yeah. what's your grade for Will, Smash Hawk Kendrick? I, I'm going to give it an A. It's pretty solid. Solid draft there. Um, like I said, the beginning, it, beginning, getting Jamar Chase just there at at number six is an A-plus situation. You know what I mean? You you fell into your yeah. franchise. It's like when the Chiefs got so when the Chiefs got Mahomes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mahomes fell down to them. It's like all right, we fell into our franchise quarterback <laughs> for the next 10, 15, yeah, 20 like, years. It's like you guys are really gonna let me do this? Okay. All right. Well, I guess we will. Fine. All right. So that moves us on to dead money. Freeman's team. He's a founding member of the league. He played it safe in the first round with Derrick Henry. He took. Tony Pollard in the second round. Devonta Smith in the third round from the Philadelphia receiver. I have no issues with any of those three picks, but here's my first gripe. Amari Cooper, he's kind of, he's steady, but he's not anybody I'm interested in. I don't, I'm not too excited about Deshaun Watson either. DJ Moore, I, don't, I can't believe he got DJ Moore after Amari Cooper. He took Cam Akers in the sixth round, who was, kind of like last year's preseason darling who fell on his face. Here's where he took his quarterback in the seventh round with Daniel Jones, who is a better fantasy quarterback than a reality quarterback. Still don't know what to expect from him. Brian Robinson, he sniped him for me in the eighth round. I think he's going to have a big year with the commanders. They're going to want to run the ball. In the ninth round, he took his Daniel Jones insurance in the form of Anthony Richardson, a first round pick that people are excited about for fantasy purposes. So he has two wild cards, a quarterback, if you ask me. Zach Ertz, I don't know who's going to throw him the ball. He took him in the 10th round. You got any thoughts on Freeman's draft? Okay, so with his draft, I got problems with it. So I have no problems with King Henry. You know, he's he's very solid, and I think the Titans are going to run him into the dirt. Uh, Tony Pollard, for me, though, coming off an injury that happened in the playoffs, expecting to be fresh right from the get-go, is not it. And that man's never, ever had more than 15 carries a game. With no so help never... behind him, either. Well, he has Deuce Vaughn behind him. The five foot five phenomenon. I'm taller than him. Right. And you're probably heavier than him, and heavier than him too. <laughs> so I don't know who's pass blocking. Um, but I love that he got Devontae Smith at three. So the idea yeah. he was able to wait there for Devontae Smith, and I'm higher on Amari Cooper than you are. I've had Amari Cooper. He's a steady worker. He's going to give you 900 to 1,000 yards. So uh, you can't be you can't be wrong with that. Uh, DJ Five Moore. Touchdowns. Yeah, DJ Moore, fifth round is an, a steal. That's Total just steal. like a diamond in the rough. I can't believe I let that happen. Um, Cam Akers, I eyed him. I thought Cam Akers. I think Cam Akers have a good season at running back. Um, with the Rams reestablishing things, especially with Cooper Cup, um, kind of injured a little bit. We don't know how it's going to play out yet. Um, then he can't be he, worse than last season. He can't be. Uh, but this is where his, for me, his fancy draft falls. The wheels come off. 
Um, Daniel Jones, I get it. He might he could run. He is a he is a bargain bin Josh Allen. I hear you <laughs> selling it. I'm selling it. Um, Brian Robinson Jr. I, I don't I don't I don't know, man. Um, uh, and then Anthony Richardson, people think he's Cam Newton. I'm sorry, he's not Cam yeah. Newton. He's just not. He's not I gotta different. see something first. My man, Cam Newton was very accurate in quarterback. He's accurate thrower in college. He was a dominant one. Uh, War Eagle out there, out there in Auburn. Trust me, my man in Florida was getting gassed, and he couldn't carry a team. Okay, so I, I would have taken it. Richardson, but way later than the ninth round. Way later, hell, like as a free agent pickup. Um, <laughs> Zach Ertz, yeah, exactly. You phrase it properly. Who throwed him the ball? I believe it might be Josh Dobbs or the other guy. I don't even know the other guys. Random white guy number two. It's like you know on Madden, where it's like just these these <laughs> like draft picks and like these names, these faces. Like who's this person? Yeah, guy number two. Um, Ken Barwell in Philly. Too many mouths to feed. Gainwell. Gainwell. Too many mouths to feed. Just too many mouths. You know, I mean, yeah. got my man DeAndre Swift there and all that. It's just too many mouths. I got Penny, and I'm I'm he's yeah. like my fourth back. Right. So it's like golly, you know, I mean, a kicker before defense is kind of weird behavior that's a good kicker though the Bengals yeah. offense you know what i mean so we'll see how that goes right there with dallas head coach taking if dallas doesn't this shit the bed this year so as long as they're uh, not playing prime uh prime time games the dallas coach is a good option and their first game's a prime time game and um <laughs> <laughs> so uh and they're in the last pick uh romeo dobbs i mean picking up their slot receiver in green bay on a flyer pick is solid to me so um if i had to give a pick um great great for this um i'm giving it a b minus uh, the daniel jones and anthony richardson is just uh, i mean i would hey danny dimes proves me wrong and becomes a top five qb this year so be it but i i just said he just can't carry a team to me at all um and i think tony pollard as their second running back is kind of tough but cam makers is a backup is pretty nice though Going running back in the first two rounds in 2023 is kind of bold. It's not something I was trying to do. Uh, so we're moving on to Mark Jones, the first ever champion of our league in 2008. He's got the Boy Scout trombones. Travis Kelsey, first round. Uh, full disclosure, we're recording this after the Thursday night kickoff game between the Chiefs and Lions, so he's already taking a hit with this one, at least for one week. Devontae Adams, second round. Uh, solid pick. I, I, we'll see what Garoppolo does. Las Vegas is a two-man show between Jacobs and Adams, and there's nothing else. Joe Burrow, third round. That, that's a that's – a, you can't go wrong, if you ask me. Deontay Johnson, he didn't catch a touchdown pass last season. Is that correct? I think so, which is weird. That, that's tough. Christian Watson in the fifth round. James Conner in the sixth round. DeAndre Swift in the seventh round. He's got some pass catchers here. Kelsey Adams, J Johnson. I'm expecting a big season from Watson. Conner is extremely steady, and they just have to give him the ball 40 times a game because they don't have a quarterback until Kyler Murray comes back. DeAndre Swift, like we said, the Eagles have too many mouths to feed. Another pass catcher for Jones here and the form of Jackson Smith and Jigba, the Seattle rookie. I I heard a lot of hype on him this season between Metcalf and Lockett, like good luck trying to catch some balls. And I am not sold on Geno Smith. I don't care how good he did last year. 
I know he's not terrible anymore, but I'm avoiding at all costs unless I need a streamer for the week. 49ers defense is always a, a safe bet. Antonio Gibson in the 10th round now. Here's a steal. So the next four picks are total steals. Antonio Gibson, 10th round. Adam Thielen, the Panthers' number one receiver, in theory, in the 11th round. Raheem Mostert, who we when we drafted Jeff Wilson, there were no injury reports on him, and now we know he's out at least the first four weeks. And the report on that wasn't even positive, where Mike McDaniel said like he expected him back at some point in the season, so who knows. And then Alan Lazard, Aaron Rodgers' darling from the green bay days is his 13th choice here so yeah he's got some pass catchers absolutely his team is it's interesting because i think his team has major boom or bust potential you're looking at it as like with travis kelsey um like i said we're recording this after the thursday night game um so he he didn't play that game so that's interesting um, Devonte Adams, it is a two man show, but unfortunately, the most important person for Devonte is the quarterback, and he has Jimmy G throwing the ball. So, what Jimmy G gonna do with this? Um, Joe Burrow was great, um, he was dinged up, but he's playing. Uh, the question is this, right? Joe Burrow's got this big old contract, too, this monster, he's the highest paid player in the league now, and um. Now he's entering, he's missed all preseason again for the second year in a row. Last year, he didn't play any preseason games, and the, the Cincinnati Bengals started off two and three because they were kind of, he was rusty, and he was trying to figure his life out and all that jazz. So we'll see how that goes down. Um, yeah, Deontay Johnson didn't catch any touchdown passes last year. Kenny Pickett should be better. Um, another be. year in the offense. Has to be. Same, another year in the same offense, so you should be better, right? Um, Christian Watson is a steal to me because Christian Watson is a better value than Deontay Johnson, technically, because he's a red zone threat. He's number one, and him and Love got a good relationship. Uh, James Conner is going to be a corpse by the end of the season. Arizona is the worst team <laughs> in the league. They're actually on the clock as we speak. You know, they're waiting to draft a quarterback right now. Um, their offensive line's bad. Everything's bad. It's just bad. So, um, DeAndre Swift, again. Let's talk about Malice Feet in Philly. I'm just having a hard time with that. And he's not high priority. Um, and he has an injury thing. He's uh, often injured also. Yep. Right. Um, Smith as a slot. It's kind of weird because uh, is he going to take over Tyler Lockett's spot? Or is Lockett going to try to keep his spot? This young man trying to come here and mooch on his territory. Um, Niner defense is always solid-ish. Um, we'll see I believe they out. were the first defense to go in the draft, and this kicked off yeah. a mass run on defenses when we yes, drafted. It, it was like 10 and, and 14 like, of the, the next picks were. Antonio Gibson, I'm not as high as on him as you are as a commander fan. You're much higher. Um, Adam Thielen, though, uh, number one wide receiver on Carolina. That means he's getting most targets. That's all right, especially getting them in the 11th round. Raheem Moster, supreme athlete, great guy, um, gets hurt a lot. So we'll see how long he could stay up right alan's are a flyer on him as well i dig it i like it um brown's head coach that's 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 ballsy that's ballsy that's, that's ballsy that's ballsy <laughs> i'm gonna pick the head coach of the browns yeah, okay. i think he dropped him already let's look i think he dropped him already <laughs> i'm like i think the brown's head coach is gonna give me what eight wins nine wins sir what are you doing 
You know what I mean? Ballsy yeah, he pick. dropped him already. He's yeah. onto the Broncos head coach already. I respect that. He's not a Browns fan. I was like, why'd you pick him up? Um, overall, I'll give it A, though. It's solid draft, though, because like the 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 potential of it being really good, especially with the late uh, the late round guys carrying, could be big time for him. Yeah, the the tenth through like fourteenth round, I he's got some high dollar lottery picket tickets. So we're moving on to Brandon Mile High Salute. I think he's a three time champion of the league. Safe pick here at number nine with Saquon. We'll see if he can continue his return to form from his nasty knee injury a couple of years ago. T Higgins, number eighteen. Seems a little high, but he's safe. Back to the Bengals offense in the third round with Joe Mixon. So Barkley and Mixon, that's a good duo for running backs. DeAndre Hopkins in the fourth round, I don't know. He's old all of a sudden, and Ryan Tannehill's a quarterback. Uh, Julio Jones went there and died. Brandon Ayuk in the fifth round. Uh, Potential breakout here. Deshaun Watson's his quarterback in the sixth round. He has a lot to prove to me. Uh, He was really bad last year. I stashed him on my roster for weeks, and then... When he came out to play, I, he was virtually unplayable in terms of fantasy. Cortland Sutton, seventh rounder um, from Denver. Pat Fryermuth, breakout candidate here in the eighth round for his tight end. Kenny Pickett. It'd be interesting to see if he ends up playing Pickett more than Watson this season. Justin Tucker, I believe he was the first kicker taken in the draft. Best kicker in the league, maybe even league history. Eagles head coach can't go wrong with a Super Bowl contender as your head coach. Greg Dulcich, I had him on my radar. He got him in the 13th round. Clay, Chase Claypool in the 15th round. That's interesting because the Bears offense, in terms of like when, what people expect from the Bears on a yearly basis, their offense has a little more expectations than in years past. So, yeah, how do you feel about mile high salute? His draft is interesting. So Saquon is a guy that I usually draft late in rounds, so I was going to eye him, but I had second pick, so why not? I missed him. Uh, but I would have drafted Saquon. T. Higgins has great explosion capabilities this year since he's playing for a contract next year on another team because Cincinnati's not going to pay him after they just paid Burrow. So he's going to go somewhere else on a nice, nice contract. You know what I mean? Maybe to the Chiefs because they don't have the wide receivers for real. Um, Joe Mixon, um, I don't know how I'm going to attach my wagon to that. Joe Mixon's kind of kind of long in the tooth for him. What, I think he's like fifth or sixth year in the league. Um, lots of carries. Um, he kind of has Tyler Lockett disease in terms of where he'll disappear for like three weeks at a time, then he'll throw explode. a 40-point on somebody, yeah. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is interesting because he, I, I was really poo-pooing this, and then – Apparently he's like talking to the media and he's like, I reach out to these teams and these teams didn't want me. So he's like, I, I, I'm he's on a revenge tour. So I've never seen somebody go to Tennessee and like they usually go there and die. I've never seen him go for a revenge tour. So it'd be kind of interesting to see him try to like try to take people out. Uh, what Brand a shitty I, hand! What a huh? shitty hand DeAndre Hopkins has been dealt. You get drafted by the Texan Texans and you get traded to the Cardinals and now you're on the Titans. Like, all right, so hold on. First of all, not a shitty hand. For one, he went to Clemson, right? He had Watson throw him the ball at Clemson, whatever. Go to the Texans, had Watson throw him in Texans, whatever. 
Then he was there for a while de- before Watson demanded, got there, right? Right, but he demanded a trade. He got traded because he wanted out. Because yeah, what a shitty the, trade too. Where they yeah, David, the corpse of David Johnson. Yeah, for a corpse of David Johnson, the ham sandwich. They traded him, whatever, <laughs> to you know to Arizona. He goes there, which he knew this was wrong. You went to Arizona, dog. What do you think was going to happen? All right, and it was all bad times. He thought Kyler Murray's going to be the godsend for him. Wrong. And now he's there, and he's like, I got to get out of here. Because, yeah, you're right. You need to get the fuck out of there. And now no one wanted you because you're old, and you he got suspended some games. Like, mm-hmm. it's just – it's always something after another for him, man. And he's super talented when he yeah. plays. Just It's just tough money. Yeah, it's um, more of a credit to him. So if I view him as having a shitty hand dealt to him, it's a credit to him for how good he, he has been and the numbers he's been able to put up on these – perennial shitty teams like the titans are probably the most accomplished franchise he's played for in his career and he puts you know up I mean? big numbers in losing seasons it's never seasons like they do well it's seasons when they don't do well it's when he like explodes yeah it's all garbage point. time um back to what i was saying though brand Ayuk, i think is a steal fifth round that's great brand Ayuk is him he has a good relationship with the quarterback there in san fran so he's been getting – his targets have gone up since um, Purdy's been there. Um, Deshaun Watson, the jury's still out. He's interviewing, saying that I've evolved. I'm so much better now. Okay, we shall see Deshaun. Stay away from the, the massage parlors. Um, Colton Sutton, um, Cortland Sutton, sorry. He should be okay because, well, they need someone to throw him. Jerry Judy's kind of injured right now. So the ball didn't go somewhere. Um, his picks in round eight. And round 13, he picked two mid-range tight ends. I just thumbs down in this situation. I'm like, yeah, but all sh- the tight ends are mid-range. Like any tight right. end f- from like 4 to 15 is basically the same person. That's what I'm saying. So I think he should have just bailed on that tight end and still picked up more value with a skill position. Um, other than like, instead of drafting Paris Campbell later, which he might not even get on the field. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, let's let's do somebody else instead. Um, Kenny Pickett's solid. Another year in the offense. I think Kenny Pickett should be very solid there. You know, I like Eagles head coach. Can't go wrong with that. That's guaranteed 10. And uh, Chase, uh, last pick, Chase Claypool, a flyer on a guide on offense that he needs to be throwing the ball, really. And the quarterback don't like throwing the ball. So, it's, it's, I mean, it's worth the chance. Um, overall, um, I'll salute. I'm going to give it an A. You know, um, I think it's his early picks are so solid enough that it will make up for, like, his tight ends like his tight ends he'll have to be okay with some weeks his tight end will give him zero points he's gonna be zero especially doltage um yeah. clay claypool is only owned in 17 percent of leagues that seems a little low to me but we're moving on to the first of the the damas brothers here's the renegades of funk he went to nick chubb 10th overall in the first round he came up in our league i took i got him at 26 overall in last year's draft he was very good and there's no Kareem Hunt to steal carries from him anymore. Jalen Hurts, I think he was the first quarterback taken in the draft. Uh, solid pick. You can't, you can't go wrong here. No, first QB DK in our draft was taken. First QB was taken with Josh Allen. Okay. Yeah, good point. DK Metcalf, third round. Damian Pierce in the fourth round. This could be a total steal. David Montgomery in the fifth round. So he now has three running backs, and they're all kind of like bulldozers, especially Montgomery and Chubb. 
Dallas Goddard, sixth round. That's a very good tight end. He's I try and get him every year. Michael Pittman in the seventh round. Sky Moore in the eighth round. Like I said, full disclosure, the Thursday night game has already happened. The Kelsey report came out, and our boy Dave played more over Pittman and took a zero. I had more on my. How many targets? How many targets does Sky Moore have that game? Let's look. Moore is owned in eighty-four percent of leagues. That seems kind of high, but I guess no. It's it's right because they said he was out, so they're like the ball's gonna go flow around. The question is, how many targets does Sky Moore have? I'll three targets. Three and how many passes he catch? Zero. 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 And I don't think he'll be playing Sky Moore in week two. Two of them hit his hands directly. (laughs) <laughs> directly like one could have won the game it literally over the top and he jumped up and it hit him in the head it was something out of the movie little giants oh no Steelers defense in the ninth round he's a Steelers fan so i'm sure he'll be holding on to them throughout the season gabe davids in the 10th round he was a preseason darling last season he is a deep ball machine uh 10th round you can't go wrong here and he has to be better than last season, I would think. Devin Singletary in the 11th round, he's now with Houston. Daniel Carlson, he's one of my favorite kickers in the league. He's very solid 12th round. 49ers head coach, that's pretty good. And an interesting pick in the 15th round with Russell Wilson. So between Hurts and Wilson, he could have two very good quarterbacks. I don't want anything to do with Russell Wilson, but I understand why other people do. You know, this draft is interesting. Like, he should change his team name to the road graders because it's just that's literally it like there's a lot of running back value here and the wide receivers are like almost non-existent with the idea that nick chubb you said that nick chubb might be better because cream hunt's not there to take his carries i'm thinking nick chubb might take a dip because cream hunt's not there to dispel him because you can't get pounded in the dirt cleveland is he in a contract here Ooh, i don't know he has to be close, but because um, if he is, and the way running back is going, they might just give him 400 carries and be like, "Deal with it, Nick. Uh, someone else can pay you after we've run all the tread off your tires." Um, Jalen Hurts round two is very solid. Um, DK Metcalf, he's all right. I think there might have been better values somewhere there, but I understand. Um, Damian Pierce, great pickup for Houston. They're going to run the ball a lot with the rookie quarterback. David Montgomery, yeah, that, he is That the, might be his best pick. Right. Uh, and he got in the fourth round. David Montgomery, he's the bell cow in uh, Detroit, even though the rookie is the shiny new toy, the shiny new sports car. Ain't nothing like a nice SUV to get the family across town. I have to call a timeout here also. So I saw people this morning making posts like, why don't they give Gibbs the ball more? When when are people going to learn that rookie running backs never start out in the early weeks of the season as, you know, the go-to guys in their offenses? They, it's always like week six or seven by the time they start getting more carries. And they brought in David Montgomery on a free Of course they're going to give him the ball 20 times before they start giving it to Gibbs. Well, that, that, well, the people that are saying that are people that are – fancy football and they drafted him in the first round because they saw that other fans people were talking about oh draft gibbs in the first round and people like me have been saying that uh gibbs cannot be a first round draft pick because just like uh take uh checking notes check the guy the dallas cowboy running back they're light in the ass 
Like they can't carry the ball more than 15 times. Like you see this um bleach report was like he had seven carries. Look what he did. He had a run one for 12 yards. Yes, he's a small, fast, quick running back. And let him get into some space. He could shake some people, do some spin moves. And you should be carrying the ball more than 10 times. I want you to catch the ball. He should touch the ball a minimum of 15 to 17 times total. I mean, passes and running a game. Keep him fresh. Because that little dude, he gets hurt. He's going to be done. You know what I mean? I would want him in more of a Reggie Bush role. You know what I mean? Like just catching little flats, whatever. And like shaking people, maybe occasional. He should never run up the middle. Never, ever. That's why Montgomery's there. Montgomery's role is to bang up the middle. You know what I mean? He's going to give you your tough yards. He's your goal line back. Gibbs ain't going to be your goal line back. They're going to be complaining about, oh, why don't you get the ball goal line? Because Gibbs too small, man. He's too small. There was a play that you literally saw him get blown up. He, the, the, the chief play, if you go on Twitter or X or whatever the hell you want to call it, and there's a chief play, the inside linebacker, Nick Bolton, runs up the middle and blows him up. He truly jumps forward to try to block him, and he gets knocked on his butt. And you saw the um, the Lions QB, my QB, he ran to the roll to the right because he's like, oh, shit. The, the, the pressure up the middle is, like, ridiculous. But, I mean, it's just what it is. So there's people – a lot of people want to be draft nicks and think they know everything. And even we're trying to pretend to be like, we know everything as well. But we're trying to be realistic about it. You know what I mean? Dave Montgomery has him by 15 pounds. There's a reason why Gibbs is more agile and could squirm around. But Dave Montgomery is just a reason why they free agency picked him up after like knowing goodwill they're going to draft a running back. Yeah, and after letting Swift go just because they couldn't trust him anymore because he couldn't stay on the field. Right, because he kept getting hurt. You know what I mean? But then Jamal Williams was there. And I don't know why they got – I don't even know why they got rid of Jamal Williams. That was strange because Jamal Williams was so – That was strange. He was he's he's better than Montgomery, so I don't understand why they got rid of him. But you know, it's a business. But it seems like he fit what they wanted to do to Williams. It seemed like he fit what the Lions wanted to do. Yeah, and he's fun with the culture too, so it's interesting. Um, uh, maybe David Montgomery's cheaper. Maybe he wanted more money. Who knows? He was a free agent. Yeah. Um, back to the schedule program. Um, Dallas Culver. Too many mouths to feed. I don't trust it. I'm telling you, man. Too many people in Philly. It's hard to decide for me. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. All right, I'm good with this pick. Um, Anthony Richards got to throw to somebody. Why not a guy who's like six foot three? Um, Sky Moore, um, as we elated earlier, um, I had him last year. It, it, I, I'm just not feeling good about him. Um, Steeler defense, you really can't go wrong. Um, TJ Watts back. Um, Gabe Davis, major boomer bust potential because he'll go games, he'll get like one catch for like 10 yards. And then he'll have another game where he has like three touchdowns and like 138 yards because he just squirts out there. Um, Devil Singletary, nice handcuff. Um, Daniel Carlson's is a solid pick because in um, Oakland, they're going to kick a lot of field goals because, yeah, um, their offense is going to be bad. Um, they're going to get a top five pick. They're going to draft a quarterback next year. Um, Niners head coach, you're looking at 10 wins plus maybe. Um, I like the Russell Wilson pickup. I had Russell Wilson last year, and he was hot garbage. Um, Sean Payton, I don't like him, but – I trust him as a head coach and everything he says, mm. hey, Russell, stop kissing babies and throw the football. I dig it. So um, overall, I, I know we took a little detour and everything, but as we get back, lots of running back value. So even if he feels that maybe it, after about two or three weeks that he feels his team is missing something, he could offer one of his running backs up. That's the problem, though. Dave does not like to trade. Dave- Ooh. 
he never trades. All right, well, we'll see how this turns out. I'm gonna give it an A because you got you got the value pieces. There's a lot of running room between Hertz, Russell Wilson, Nick Chubb, Damian Pierce, David Montgomery. There's a lot of running backs, but there's no explosive plays there, and that's the that's why receiver with DK isn't that guy. And Pittman with the rookie quarterback could be kind of trouble. So did you give him a grade? Yeah, I'm giving him an A though. I think it's solid because he has pieces to trade if he chooses to this year. He ain't trading. But moving on to Slade and the New Day co-op. Uh, he was at the draft. So me, him, and Freeman drafted together. He took Stefan Diggs in the first round, number 11 overall. Garrett Wilson, breakout candidate in the second round, number 16 overall. He's now playing with Aaron Rodgers. I've started watching Hard Knocks this weekend. Hard Knocks can make any team look fun like and likable. Uh, Garrett Wilson seems like a joy to watch on the football field from what I've seen in hard knocks. Jamar Gibbs, third round. We just talked about him. So that's his first running back. He took one running back in the first eight rounds, seven rounds. His second running back is Jalen Warren in the eighth round, which I do like that pick, but not as a second running back. Mark Andrews, fourth round. He was a first rounder in our league last year by surprise. George Pickens, breakout, another breakout receiver here. So between Wilson and Pickens, yeah, that's good. Trevor Lawrence, I had my eye on. He got him in the sixth round. Quentin Johnson, another young receiver, rookie with the Chargers. Cowboys, he's a Cowboys fan, got their defense. Jets defense, Slade revealed to me during this draft, he carries two defenses throughout the season, which I kind of get, but I couldn't manage it from how I run my rosters. But to be able to mix and match your defenses seems like a good strategy, even though I couldn't pull it off. Tua in the 11th round, this is a steal for, for me. I had Tua on my radar. I took a quarterback very early. So to see Tua last in the 11th round, I was like, did I need to take one that early? But we'll see. He has brain issues. Tyler Algier in the 12th round. He was, ex he was very solid last year. Uh, also very quietly. Jaden Reed, I don't even know who that is. I assume he's a rookie with the Packers, and eh, that's it, really. This guy's draft, I'll tell you, it's it's a good-looking draft. Uh, Stephon Diggs, uh, he should do well. If he doesn't do well, they're gonna, he's going to end up demanding a trade. Um, Garrett Wilson will do well because he has Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball. So how about that? Uh, we talked about Gibbs earlier, so caution as you want. Uh, Mark Andrews, he's top five quarterback, um, tight end, sorry, in the league. So he should be great. You know, um, there's a lot. He's got to stay feed. healthy. There's a lot of mouths to feed now in Baltimore. You know, back when mm -hmm. he was lighting it up, you know, there was uh, not a lot of mouths to feed. And it was him and another tight end. I forgot that guy's name. But um, he ended up getting I want to talk about Andrews real quick. Right. Last year, through the first six weeks, Andrew had – over 20 points in the first six weeks. That's crazy for a tight end in our league. Point, but then game? after that, it, it it went 10, 25, 28, 3, 22, 23, and then just off a cliff after that due, the, due to nagging injuries and mm. uh, Lamar Jackson going down. So, yeah. yeah, go on. Sorry. Yeah, but like I said, there's a lot of mouths to feed. Last year, um, their team offense itself wasn't as um, explosive, if you will. The pieces weren't getting there. So it'll be interesting to look at it. Uh, George Pickens, I love this pick. Um, that young man catches everything that comes near him. Um, 
Trevor Lawrence I item myself because I have Calvin Ridley, so I was really trying to tag that up, and it did not work for me. So that's interesting. Um, Quentin Johnson, um, lots of wide receivers on the team. I think um, it's it's gonna be tough to work out with that mouse feed there. Uh, Jalen Warren, though, as his second running back, I would say that's his first bad move. Um, you're you're banking on the backup. You, you draft the backup without the original guy, and you're hoping that the guy other guys don't get hurt as like your your eighth pick that's tough um idea of running up two defenses is crazy um it's even crazier when you think the dallas cowboy defense is gonna be better than just defense um because the the just defense is gonna be way better <laughs> than the dallas cowboy defense but i guess cowboys ranked fan. third last year last year um this In year defense correct and this in this year they this year on paper They've lost their free safeties. Their inside linebacker core is weaker, and their defensive line beyond uh, Parsons is mid-round. You know what I mean? The big thing that carries their defense is look at their corners. One guy gets eaten a lot. Another guy is, like, on the back end of 30. So you got to be careful, man. This is 17 games. All right? Um, Jess' defense is going to be solid because the head coach is – a Defense mastermind. So defense is always going to be great. So we'll see how it turns out. Um, Tua at 11 is amazing. Um, I was kind of shocked. <laughs> I was like, damn, he's still available. I could have got Tua because I have Tyreek Hill. And I guess that it, I was not thinking like that because I just don't trust him with that. Um, what did you call it? Um, brain problems. Um, Tyler Al- Algier and round 12. Um, he's a line of Falcons running back. I wouldn't draft him personally speaking, but he's money. And he might actually be the bell cow. They might actually run him and then run the rookie behind him and more catching out the backfield and everything else because keep the rookie fresh and let Tyler bang. Um, Jaden Green, I've never heard of him, so I don't know how I feel about that. Um, and Young Hoku, you know, I mean, he's going to be, he's worth some points. He'll give you like a good six points game. Um, overall, six, um, I'm, I'm going to A, you know, like I said, he starts off very hot with um, Diggs and Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, is legit like a first round draft pick and he got it at 16. So it, it can't go wrong with that. And with George Pickens, Trevor Lawrence, they should do well fancy fights for him. Yeah, that was um Lawrence to Ridley would be a very good, like low cost potential breakout stack, you know, combo. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you can offer him a running back for for Lawrence or Tua. Hmm. We'll see. But yeah, on to Spawn's rhythmic clam toots. He took Cooper Cup in the first round. That's already a a dent. One, Josh one. Allen, the first quarterback in the second round. Ramondre Stevenson. He was in the news for something today. I think he missed practice. Hmm. Let's look. Yeah, he's questionable going into the week. That doesn't mean anything, though. He has an illness, so I don't know. We'll see. Keenan Allen, Mr. Mr. Reliable here. He, he's getting old, though. Eventually, when you get old in the NFL, it is overnight. <laughs> you have Keenan, a thousand yards one year. And Keenan Allen's the on year. the Mike Evans train. The difference between Keenan Allen and Mike Evans is that Keenan Allen has a, a major injury history. So, like, he's supposed to be up for a new contract next year, next year too. And the Chargers are like, you know you're gone, right? <laughs> you know you're gone, right? Al- Allen essentially missed the first 10 weeks of last season, but when he came back, he was very good. Double-digit points from weeks 11 through 18. 
Miles Sanders in the fifth round. That's pretty good value here. He's going to get the ball as much as they can give it to him. J.K. Dobbins, he's a good hard runner with Baltimore. They love to run the ball. They're going to have a lot of leads, I would think. A.J. Dillon, so he went three running backs in a row in the fifth, sixth, and seventh round. Um, Aaron Jones is getting a little bit up there in age, and A.J. Dillon, he's a big bulldozer. They're going to have to run the ball to protect Jordan Love, at least in the early part of the season. Cole Komet, I had him in my radar. Got him in the eighth round. Bill's defense is probably pretty safe in the ninth round. Tyler Boyd, he's overshadowed by Higgins and Chase, but 10th round, you can't really go wrong. I like Rondell Moore, but the poor guy, poor poor receivers for the Cardinals. They don't have anybody playing quarterback until Kyler Murray comes back. Bill's head coach in the 12th round, Super Bowl contender. Kirk Cousins in the 13th round, great fantasy quarterback. Yeah, that's that's very solid pick in the 13th round. Yeah. You know, his draft is interesting. You know, Cooper Cub, like you said, is already uh, – uh, he's going to miss some four games. You know, it's a nagging injury here. Um, Josh Allen, first QB off the board. That's a bold strategy. Uh, Stevenson, he should be money with this new look um, offense. The Patriots actually have an offensive coordinator. Keenan Allen is consistent, but the problem, there's a lot of mouths to feed now, and he's the old guy. So I'm scared unless he plays a slot and it's like – eats up like Larry did, the value's going to suck. Uh, Miles Sanders is a guy that I guess he's, right, he's going to be all right, but he didn't really show me a lot in Philly. So he didn't. he's not a shaken baker. You know, he's not going to shake anybody. Like He's kind of a hard-nosed runner. So, I mean, we'll see how it turns out California, Carolina for him, but this might be bad for him. I mean, he might have made a bad choice by the team. In uh, contrast, J.K. Dobson um, – coming back to the offense he kind of knows and do all this read run with Lamar is going to pay off nice. Um, AJ Dillon, you're right. Um, the other running back is kind of long in the tooth. So AJ should be moving more to take the head roll in this, um, the quad father. Um, Cole commit. You mean he should eat up because it's literally in Chicago. The offense has got to happen. You got DJ Moore and you got him. So do something. I think Bill's defense is going to take a step back. They lost their um, Tremont Edmonds, their Pro Bowl linebacker. Um, Von Miller, he's supposed to be coming back, but I think he's going to start on the PUP, jumping in um, this league, whatever. So um, Buffalo is going to be trying to commit pressure, but it's going to be hard to get it from. Tyler Boyd's always going to be there. Uh, Rondell Moore, I'm going to call it. That might be a sneaky pick. I like um, it. Because Rondell Moore, we talk about – all right, he is on Arizona – and it's sad times. And Rondo Moore is like 5'7". He's a short little guy. But he is also a slot machine too. So if that quarterback can't throw far, he's going to look for the guy who can run a three-yarder and turn and cut, and he's going to be a quick pass. And Rondo Moore might get like six or seven catches a game. Just like he might get six or seven catches for like 50 yards. <laughs> but he's Yeah, he missed, a lot of time with, he missed a lot of time with the injuries last season. But in weeks four through ten, I'm not counting the – week 11 game when he got injured again but in weeks four through ten double digit games in five of seven of those all right see that's value right there that's that's some yards and that's some catching right there um kirk cuzzos he's a what you would be 
your fantasy QB, he is Mr. Consistent. He's going to give you between 20 to 30 points. Uh, results may vary. Uh, Bengals defense is interesting because I think it's boomer bust. But yeah, overall, um, rhythmic clam toots and A. Um, it might be A minus with the Cooper Cup going on injury reserve. Your first pick, the guy who yeah, jumped on injury reserve is tough money. Um, that's especially with the aging quarterback, too. So who knows why he might come back and if he's going to come back from it and he might not be as healthy as he should be. And it might be nagging all year. It could be Their tough. season could be over by the time he even comes back if he's placed on injured reserve. Jeez, not 0-4. God. How yeah, fast. I want nothing to do with the Rams. How fast the toll for a football is. All right, next. Yep, this is our last team. This is the second Damas. He's ESPN Fantasy Football League is garbage. He got in a fight with the ESPN Fantasy Football website. So... He's declared them garbage as his team name. A.J. Brown, 13th overall. He had the last pick of, of the first round. Immediately at number 14 overall, he took Patrick Mahomes. To me, that's the safest pick in the draft, even though he didn't show it last night. And we'll see how long Kelsey is down for. There's no reason not to trust Patrick Mahomes until proven otherwise. Chris Olave, third round. Alvin Kamara, do not draft list for me. He's suspended the first three weeks, I think. Uh, mm. He's a fantasy football Hall of Famer. So in the fourth round, you know, that's a low price to pay. Isaiah yeah. Pacheco, the fifth round, I had him on my radar. The Chiefs really didn't use him much last night. Eight carries for 23 yards, four catches for 31 yards, 11 points. But extremely good value here, 65th overall. Next pick, 66, was Kyle Pitts. Uh, people were paying a premium for him in previous years. No more. He's back with like the middle of the pack tight ends. If he breaks out, this is a huge pick. Jerry Judy, seventh overall, or seventh round, 91st overall. He is battling an injury, a hamstring injury. So we'll see. I like him better than Cortland Sutton for whatever that's worth. Dalvin Cook, eighth round. This is a extremely buy low, high reward pick. Jarek McKinnon, ninth round. He's going to be catching balls out of the Chiefs' backfield. Kadarius Tony, I like this pick, even though he's given nobody any reason to like anything he's ever done. So we'll see. <laughs> this is I'm on my last chance for Kadarius Tony to prove anything. I probably for the league as well. Darnell Mooney, uh, he's already been dropped. He's on my team now. <laughs> uh, then he took the Packers defense. Tank Bigsby, 14th. I almost took him. I believe I took Kyler Kyler Murray instead. And then he took a kicker who has since been dropped. And Brett Maher, he's not even... He got dropped in real life and in fantasy already. Wow. I'm sorry. All right, so this team is like a sandcastle. You know, it looks good from a distance, but when you come up, you're like, it's just sand. Um, my God. So AJ Brown, um, a lot of mouths to feed and his second year, I think people start keying in on him. And I think this is Devontae Smith's re year to blow up, but he's solid. He's going to give you some game. He might explode a couple of games. If they play against Tennessee, he'll have a three touchdown game against them. Um, Patrick Mahomes is your safest pick. Um, the Thursday night game, he got 28 points, you know, two touchdowns, a pick that was his fault. 
And you're talking about also he gives you rushing yards. It's like mm-hmm. fun fact. He give you like yeah, like 45 yards rushing. Low key. He will he will run. He will scamper. Um, Chris Olave, he's the number one wide receiver there. <clears throat> I think he should give you wide receiver one numbers. Um, Alva Kamara, I don't trust him without Sean Payton. I'm sorry. Right. Without Sean Payton, it's hard to trust these pieces without Sean. These are Sean's So I'm looking at, at Kamara's what? last season. He missed two games. He had like nagging injuries, but he still went double digit. Out of 15 games, he was still double-digit in all but three of them. So and maybe year, I'm though, overreacting. But in, oh, I meant, and, and also, though, he has to compete with Jamal Williams, who is also there. And he's going to start the first two games, and he's going to show a good impression. I'm just saying he will. And he's going to have to compete with yards with him. So. That'd be interesting. Yeah, um, especially carries. I could see Kamara falling more into a pass catching role, and then just giving Williams fifteen carries a game, and giving this were, Kamara and then like right 10 here, carries. this is where his draft kind of falls apart, really now. So uh, Isaiah Pacheco, man, it, it's this Chiefs backfield is a shit show. It is, it is literally committee, and the committee is uh, full of assholes because it's just these guys. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like I couldn't believe how much Edwards Alaire I saw last night. I was yeah. like, "You have to be kidding me!" And Edward Alaire was running into linemen. Where he did, like, there's one play you see him running, and he's like, "You see the hole," and he's like, "I'm gonna run right into the lineman." You're like, ah. "You know." What it's mean? very like, easy to see when a running back is bad because they just want run right into the line. Then you got Kyle Pitts. You know, and this is his third year. I'm tired of people talking about, oh, my God, look at the guy. He's so good. Oh, my God, he's so good. You know, um, Jerry Judy, I had him last year. And Jerry Judy, hopefully, he don't play until he's fully healthy because the hammy could be nagging and that could cause issues. Then you, like, start him. He gives you nothing because he's, like, battling shit. Um, Dalvin kick, Dalvin Cook, sorry jumping in and the jets already said that they're rotating running back so now it's like great i have a bell cow that's being rotated it sucks um again mckinnon for kansas city it's kansas city running backs but the only thing with mckinnon is mckinnon's a trusted hand so patrick mahomes will throw the ball to him so he'd be the trust he's more trusting um but as damn and then he doubled down a pick later with kt who Last night, um, went one for five on receiving yeah. for one yard with Kelsey and, out and Sky Moore not doing anything. And he was number one option, and he literally dropped three passes that hit his hands, both hands. I mean, and so understand something. And I want to, I want to time out for a second because you've been timing. I'm a timeout real sec for doing yeah. a little tangent. Okay, all right. My man Kyle Trask, back up in Tampa Bay. Everybody's been talking hot cash trash about this guy. Talking about, oh, he was great because Kyle Pitts and um, Kadarius Tony made him look great in Florida because that was his wide receivers. And now you see them in the league, and they are hot garbage. They have not been good. At least Kyle Trask competed for the starting spot. And hell, I think if if uh, you know if, if our team turns tits up this year, I have no the problem in Kyle. Yeah, the Bucks turned tits up. I have no problem paying Kyle Trasson because he may not be explosive as Baker, but he's more consistent and give me like 
are a safer pick. And Kyle Trask, I guarantee 10 years from now when we're doing this podcast or whatever, he's going to be on somebody's team still kicking along because Kyle will do the job that's needed. You know what I mean? Because Tony, for just giving a punt return and on his, like, second team in three years, it's unacceptable. You know what I mean? He deleted There's precedent. His, he, he deleted his Twitter account because people were trashing him. Oh, that's not cool. There's precedent for us doing this podcast 10 years from now. This is the 16th year of our league, which is insane to me. We'll keep rolling, baby. Um, Chiefs head coach, he's, he starts the year off with a nice negative 10. Um, <laughs> that's tough. That's tough money. Um, against the lines. I mean, geez. Um, Daryl Mooney, though. All right. Okay. I like the flyer here. Um, a guy that uh, actually has continuity in Chicago. Why not? Um, Packers defense. I... Uh, their corners are really good, and um, I don't know really a whole lot about them because their pass rush situations issue. Because one of their pass rushers, they're ranked fifteenth. Went, went to the Ravens last year. They were ranked fifteenth, and they're rostered in fifty percent of the league. So they are just straight down middle of the pack. Fantasy yeah, defense. I think everybody's like everybody's waiting to see what the team looks like, and I'm going to hold out reservations for it because I they lost a lot of their pass rushers. Um, Preston Smith left. You know, and they're they're all their big dogs left there. Um, Tanks Bigby is interesting, and then I won't even bring up the kicker. That's just not fair. But um, <laughs> all in all, his team's his team. He gives out an A performance, even though I trashed three players. Um, not big fan of the chief running backs. Um, if he had trade him, well, he, he, he had to trade both of them just to get value for one player. You know, and then the tight end, I guess he had to be okay with Kyle Pitts getting some points here and there. But I mean, um. Jerry Judy has boom potential, but the Olave Brown, um, you know, Calvin Kamara, like you said last year, he brought up good, decent points. So when he comes back, he gives you bell cow potential. So I'm giving him so a, actually, yeah. He picked up Dion Jackson, who should be Jonathan Taylor's uh, replacement. Supposedly, um, but then they're also saying Moss as well, because that's why yeah. I have Jonathan Taylor. And I opted to pick up neither one of them because the Colts don't even understand who they want to use at running back. So I'm like, well, I don't know if Jonathan Taylor's the value, so I'm going to just let him sit on my bench and hope for the best over here. Full disclosure, I had Pacheco and Pitts on my radar. I'm, I'm not sure if I said that already. Uh, he, so he went all in on the Chiefs offense, which is a good strategy. But when it comes to any pass catcher other than Kelsey, you really don't know who's going to catch the ball. Uh, Jerry Judy, I'm looking at his numbers. He finished very strong last season. Yes, but he yeah. did. But it was very beginning. But they, the whole entire Denver team finished strong last year because the very beginning was so bad. And they yeah, fired a the head coach, and then yeah, the head coach got fired. And then after the coach got fired, they beat the Chiefs. Like they, I mean, they almost beat the Chiefs. They got close, but they there wasn't a shootout essentially with the Chiefs at the end of the season. Like what's happening? So I think we're a PPR league. I like what he's done here in terms of PPR points. Brown, Olave, we'll see about Pitts, uh, Kamara, Judy, Jarek McKinnon. Like, those are all PPR mavens. So, yeah, we'll see. He has the bye week. We have bye weeks this year because I'm an idiot. We've talked about that earlier. <laughs> so he has the first bye week. So he's just playing for points this week. So it's doesn't hurt them that the Chiefs lost. Fair enough. All right. You know. I wanted to bring this up when we were talking about DeAndre Hopkins, but I couldn't find it in time. So here's a stat. 
The Titans have the active leader in rushing yards, Derrick Henry, and receiving yards, DeAndre Hopkins. It's the first time the active leaders in each category are on the same team since Adrian Peterson and Julio Jones on the 2021 Titans. What? I forgot AP was on the Titans. My God, he was like buried. He was buried. Yeah, he came back just to whatever. Because I remember like he came back for the Lions. I remember that. I don't remember anything else like that. It's like, you know. He spent two years with the then Redskins, which he was actually pretty good for in the first year. You know, in other news in Tampa, like I guess it's last year that um, Mike Evans is going to be leaving because – um, Saturday is going to pass when he's not going to get a contract. They said they're not going to sign a contract and he might just leave. And I've come to terms, you know, I hurt, I'm in pain, but I, I come to terms. Cause I feel like every great, every great wide receiver. And I thought about it. Every great, you think you're your top 10 wide receivers, your top 10, legit top 10, not your fan favorite top 10, your legit top 10. All of them did not retire in the team they started with. They didn't play a full Yeah. Team. Every one of them left. Every single one have. And that's why I was like, you know what? I'm coming to terms with that. If Jerry could leave, and we could right. live with it. If T.O. could leave, Randy could leave. You know wow. what I mean? Shannon Sharp left at tight end. I mean, I mean, you're like left with the Broncos. You, you saw Gonzalez leave. I mean. Right. Yeah, that's true. And we've always heard about, uh, like, malcontent receivers or however you want to phrase that. Um Diggs, like if he can't make it work in Buffalo, I don't know where he expects to make it work. He got his way out of Minnesota. And usually like, you know, the fans will give you one. You you don't like where you are and you can move your way out. Cool. But I mean, Buffalo has been a Super Bowl contender for a few years from now and he's not happy and he's got a top five quarterback throwing him the ball. It's like, dude, you're going to talk your way onto Kansas the Raiders City. or something. Yeah. Kansas well, City. Maybe that's I the get, goal. I, dude, after this year, right, after this year, they're they're going to over – can't see he's going to splash next year, with it, but it's going to splash must be weird because you to have a wide receiver fit that offense, you need a Tyreek Hill type, someone who's fast that can catch the ball. Tyreek Hill has great hands. He's super fast. Tyreek Hill's not known for running routes. He's known for being extremely athletic. That's why he's known as Cheetah. You know what I mean? He catches the ball because when, when homeboy rolls right – and then you're as a wide receiver running left, and you have to turn around and go right, and you're the fastest person moving. How many plays have you seen Tyreek Hill catch the ball from Mahomes on running the opposite direction, and then he's outruns everybody because he's just faster than everybody. He didn't run a he great has the advantage route too. He has the advantage too of Tua being left-handed, so the defense is already kind of like off their game a little bit. I heard someone yeah, weird. refer to once to playing left-handed quarterbacks is just totally bizarre because they never see one. Because the blind side's the opposite side now. So like mm. your your left tackles now they see they can see the left they can see it coming. So it's weirder for them to do that. It's less left-handed quarterbacks, but yeah. All right, yeah, so let's wrap this up. You got a um fantasy football Hall of Fame nominee? Ooh, my fancy induction this time shall be Mr. Eddie George, you know, um, Houston, uh, not, no, not Houston, Tennessee Titan. Yes. I was going to say Houston Oilers. That's he was drafted right. by Houston. Is he was? Okay. All right. All right. I was, I wasn't sure. I was like, uh, is he old enough for that? But yeah, Tennessee Titan, man. My man was a grinder. He is way back in the early 2000s, ground and pound. Um, let's throw some stats, Billy. 
Yeah, the 96 NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year, first team All-Pro in the year 2000, second team All-Pro in 1999, four-time Pro Bowler from 97 to 2000, Titans slash Oilers, Ring of Honor, number 27 has been retired by the Titans, also a Heisman Trophy winner in 95 with the Ohio State Buckeyes, Big Ten Most Valuable Player, Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year. He was drafted... I don't know when he was drafted overall, but I have a great story about Eddie George. The year is 2000. Me and a guy join his brother's friend's fantasy football league. And this is pre fantasy football on the internet for the most part. And we had to pick up a a draft magazine on the way to the draft and we grab one. We're sitting in the draft. We're all there in person. It comes to us, and he looks at me and says, what do you think about Eddie George? I think we were drafting seventh overall. I was like, Eddie George sounds great to me. And we we take Eddie George. At the end of the draft, we close our draft book, and we notice Eddie George is on the cover. We win the championship that season. We started out 2-2-1, two, two, and one, and then we just won every game the rest of the season. It was great. It was maybe the highlight of my life. i think eddie george is also seen on the movie show ballers he's on there the rock and him had something shady going on or something weird they had i watched that show you watch it's on um it's on netflix now um really yes it's an hbo show it was bad it's not bad it was was bad it was a bad no this is a fight no ballers is a good show i I was embarrassed for the rock watching that show Look, I'm good on- with it. Rock, the Rock wasn't doing too much. I think he was just fine on the role he was doing. I think it was a good amount of comedy. There was some adult content going on in that show. I should say I like the show, but it was bad. The first season, I was like, when it first started, the first couple episodes, I was like, yeah, this they made this show for me. But by the end, it, it just lost its way, I felt like. But I'll put it this way. I enjoyed the show, but I would never tell somebody to watch it. Damn. I I liked it. I hate it when they try to blur the lines of like reality and show. Cause later in the season they're like, We're gonna bring we're gonna bring football to Las Vegas. And you're like, Man, stop, boo. You know what I mean? Denzel's <laughs> Yeah. Denzel's son was a revelation in that show. I thought he was great. John was David great. Washington. Yes. We oh, actually yeah, saw great. him play play. Yeah, we did. In the UFL against the yep, yep. He was on Sacramento. I don't remember the, the nickname. I wasn't. No, you saw him. I wasn't there. You took a picture of him. Oh, uh, okay. I don't no, know. You were there. No, I, I was you there. Were there. I saw him. Yeah, you there, so, and I wasn't. And you showed John, me, like, you showed me a picture of Denzel Washington walking the sidelines in Virginia Beach. Yeah, Denzel was on the sideline. We were, we were the fence. I felt really bad for Denzel just watching everybody yell at him like he was <laughs> just, like, on display. Yeah, uh-huh. like. He's just here watching his son play. I mean, uh, he I handled it great. His... He paid no mind to it. I remember seeing his son play in the European League. That's how old we are. Um, say playing the European League on NFL Network. You know these giant football fields that are bad. I remember seeing. I was like, "Who's Denzel Washington?" And he actually played for the Rams for a little bit. So I remember mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Now he's a great actor, and he now he won't have brain damage probably because he got out of football. At, and he's gonna really keep making them millions because he's yeah he's a really good actor man I, he yeah. he's a, he can't miss if he's in a role he's gonna do a really good job 
Yep. He does, he's not carrying the if you like this is Dillard's old Washington Sun. You're like, oh, for real? Okay, I didn't know because they're they don't look they don't look the same, but they they don't really act yeah, like either. But, he's shorter. You know. mm-hmm. Speaking of Denzel, I want to go see the Equalizer three. Maybe I'll go this weekend. You have fun with that. <laughs> I'm not ah. signing up to see this seven year old man kick a bunch of ass. Like, get out of here. I'm at seventy. Ah. Get out of here. I'm not gonna sign me up for that. Nice try. I can pass on that. You know, what I mean, we got some football. Um, who's your um, who's your team on upset alert? No, give me an upset alert for this weekend. Um, what team you feel pulling the upset? So I want to say the Commanders are going to win, but that's not an upset. Let me see. The Ravens are going to beat the hell out of the Texans. Bengals are going to beat the Browns. I'm I'm gonna say the Vikings are gonna beat the Bucks. Who's my upset? Um, who's if the Colts beat Jacksonville, that would be an upset. That'd be Steelers Forty Niners is gonna be tough. Broncos Raiders, that's a that's a snore. Chargers Dolphins, that's that's a really tough matchup. I don't know. I I don't really foresee any. Oh, I'll say the Jets. The Jets on Monday Night Football will upset the Bills. That's my Ooh, pick. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, my upset is the Colts being Jacksonville. That is, it, it, the Colts are a weird team because they um, they sometimes show up and sometimes they don't. And with the new quarterback, and you saw how Jacksonville went down three. They, they were down a lot of touchdowns in that playoff game, and then magically crowd their way back. It, it's weird. The Colts defense should be better this year. So we'll see how it plays out. That'd be a if, if AR. Uh, Mr. Andrew Richardson, let's see what he got. Yeah, Jacksonville's still unproven. Um, yeah, that, that that's an interesting pick. There so, you go. Right. yeah, we'll, we'll be back next week to recap week two of our fantasy league, talk other football news, uh, probably do a waiver wire preview for week two. Yes, sir. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank Enjoy you. week one. Have a good day.